I don't have to be so monstrous where I can't say like I don't like Britney Spears or Taylor Swift. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Some, yeah. Some shit's just good. Like, I don't have to be a teenage chick to be like Taylor Swift songs are just fucking good. They're catchy. They're fun. And I would like to think that maybe someday I could bang her. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. You ever try to put something on a raccoon's nose? No. Not that easy. Have you ever tried to light a chipmunk on fire and let it loose on your ball sack? That ain't easy either. <laughs> Welcome to the Bunker Brigade! government agency of all of them I've had the least amount of fucking issues I mean short USPS has slowed down thank you Trump uh, but they don't fuck up as yeah. far as like packages showing up like we uh, are so a firearms business mail. and you nice. have to have signatures on firearms well I'll get other companies sending us shit and they don't specify that it has to be signed for. So I go down to our mailbox and there's a fucking gun in my mailbox like out in the open outside. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Nope. But that's a- Anybody not- could just be like, oh, yeah. this is mine now. But yeah. that in USPS. What you got here? That was the asshole that fucking <laughs> shipped it to me. Right. I've or- never had a fucking issue with them. I've only had issues with FedEx and UPS. You That's it. P.S. The, the, the privatized <laughs> shit. And I'm all about privatizing shit. Like, don't get me wrong. UPS yeah. of Shia. I don't think us taxpayers <laughs> should pay for... It shouldn't know. matter, though, if you're buying, you know, a pair of boxer shorts or a firearm. It shouldn't matter if you're they playing should, with your nuts in public. Whatever happened to they should deliver to the, the right place to a secure place. That's why you have a one fucking job. Right. It literally says it goes to this one fucking place, this number on this <laughs> street, <laughs> and this zip code. And all those somebody with you this name has to sign. That's all you gotta fucking do. You have one fucking job. Pretty fucking easy. But then you fail. Yeah. I had a package delivered. You know, because I got. Yeah, the camera on my doorbell. Was this to your brown eye? And so a UPS <laughs> log delivery like drops off a huge ass box on my front porch. Ooh. And you know, I get the alert on my phone. Box. And I wasn't expecting anything, I didn't hear anything. Stir the macaroni. So I, girl. I flag him down as he's about to drive away in his big truck. I'm like, hey dude. This isn't mine. You're just getting started. And I'm Buckle reading, up, you know, the address. Like <laughs> that's like two blocks down. Oh shit! Yeah, and it's my street, but the address is about two blocks down. So this was USPS. Uh, this was uh, UPS. Ah, ah, right. Ah, the brown. Uh, yeah. The brown is bullshit. I flagged the dude down because I mean he's ready to just fucking go. Yeah. And luckily, because my camera alerted me. Yeah. So I flagged him down. Like, no, dude. Like, <laughs> this is not me. Intruder, intruder. I mean, weird, weird as far danger, as my Will Robinson. I have a <laughs> great personal relationship with my UPS Aww. and USPS driver. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I know them personally. They know my name. Shout out to Joe. I always sing. <laughs> I always sing Jimi Hendrix anytime I get mail. <laughs> hey Joe, where are you going with my mail in your hand? FedEx. I also don't want the like the neighbor that comes. Yeah, I don't want the neighbor that get, comes on any of my property. Yeah, you know, no, they take photos no. of when they drop Just off the, the package, yeah. so the neighbor could come down from a few blocks away, and then they're knocking on my door, and be like, "Where's my yeah. package?" 
Like, I don't want that shit. You know how private I am with my house. Like, yeah. T-Bone's been to my house plenty of times, but that's because he's invited. He's an old friend. Oh, okay. But I've never been to your house, so... Not a neighbor looking for bitch. mail. I'm You're kidding. always invited. You Whatever, not, man. But I don't want strangers <laughs> just like else. coming up to my door and be like, <laughs> "What's up?" Yeah, that's a good way to get shot. Yeah, like, you're yeah. gonna you're not gonna be greeted. You got my package. Get the, the fuck off my porch! You hit that fucking door again. You're gonna get greeted. <laughs> yeah. When also, who knows what their you hours? That shit your pants ringtone, dog. What their hours of operation are as a human versus mine? Yeah. You know, because I'm mostly nocturnal. So emission. I don't want somebody, yes, I have many of those, but I don't want somebody banging on my door at 8 o'clock and be like, hey, they dropped my package off at your house. Like, that's not my fucking problem. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and clipped everything. <laughs> well, I mean, I love the sound of the AR-12. Like, that shit will scare anybody away. I don't care if it's loaded or not. Magazine or not. You should care if it's loaded or not, just throwing that out there. I may not know what I'm talking about much. I think I'm right on that <laughs> but one. But I do know yeah. about that. Well, you kind of want to have something to wrap. I, I know how much. I keep it. I'm saying the sound. This is how it sounds when you actually chamber a fucking round. It's Rusty, I still want to get into figuring out how to build the 308 that we were talking about. Absolutely. Rusty, uh, I'd like to figure out how to go ahead and interrupt a perfectly good conversation that has substance. Oh, wait, I just did. <laughs> Never mind. Got Continue. Uh, you women are killing me. Oh, man, whatever. You are the fucking penis out there. You are the pancake batter of conversation. (laughs) You are the fucking motherfucking antichrist. I'm sorry that your tongue is all filled with cornstarch and cunny juice. Pig vomit. Pig vomit. (laughs) Anyways, moving on from there, you should care about it, whether or not you have ammo in your rifle before you pull it on someone. Just throwing that out there. I'm not saying that. No, no, no. It's cool. I understand. You're not serious. Call my bluff. What? No. <laughs> At worst, you accidentally shot somebody. You like slid further and further off. You just lost it. Yeah. Like you just. Yeah. It's oh. on the ground now. I'm gonna repair my <laughs> fucking floor <laughs> tomorrow. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Boom. And at home, my shit's chambered, and the magazine is full. Good for you. That's the way it should be, face. America. Yeah. America. <laughs> I've, I've learned we from both of y'all the way to operate them safely. Uh huh. When it's time to use, when it's not. So, as far as in my house, if you're not supposed to be there, then I have every right to defend my domicile. You're defending a right lot more than you. just your domicile. You're pretty defensive right now. As a matter of fact, yeah. you and your buddy over there are not Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! I wish I had that on fucking camera. Why couldn't I get a picture of that? Never had a favorite glass in my life, but I now do. You're it's welcome. I need to put something in it. There's th- yeah, 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 yeah. We got this. Let's, let's... You want to do the good? The good, good? You, you do whatever you want. Oh, y'all you. got the good, good? Okay, Devil's River then. Yeah, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep drinking to Mama's Buds. So Absolutely. She's, she bought this round. Go Thank you, Mama's Buds. To the Mama's bed. Good. A little bit less of that. Yeah, uh, the matriarch of potatoes. <laughs> potatoes. Well, yeah, I still have a lot left. From okay. The initial <laughs> pussy. <laughs> I mean, I did too. I'm okay to be vaginal, dude. I'm just yeah. kidding. I had three fingers in there. <laughs> <laughs> and when I got done, she was never the same. To those who buds. Yeah. To those who love Queen of potatoes. To those who don't, fuck them. There shall never be a famine again in Ireland. To mammoth buds. Mm. 
Yeah, this whole week I've been sitting there going, God damn, I cannot wait till Saturday. I don't normally drink heavily. I'm gonna fucking drink. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna be drinking some booze. I'm gonna be drinking some beers. I'm gonna be fucking talking some shit. Check, check, check. Yeah, sometimes you gotta cut loose. So I think it was Wednesday morning. Spuds and I were on the phone for like two hours while he was at the hospital. So I was Tuesday out. morning, yeah. Yeah, it was I Tuesday was having morning. a rough day. Spuds was having a rough time. So it was. There's no Earl. There's no Spuds. It's like we we're just fucking talking. Yeah, yeah. Was, there is no me. There is. Shit no got me. real. Yeah. Yeah. There's just some things happening in in his personal life and my mm-hmm. personal life. That good time. Yeah. That good. But like we've said many times on Mike, like we're heterosexual life mates. Like if I like cock, I'd be sucking his like. Mean style <laughs> I'd look like uh, Fucking Kate angry Winslet jerk. <laughs> No I'd look like Kate Winslet at Titanic Like I'm flying Earl I'm flying <laughs> yeah, be like, Let me paint you Like one of my French whores Yeah exactly Those windows would be Fogging up In that Model T <laughs> Oh shit Smudge in the Fucking mist <laughs> but as we've said before, if you're a Christian, all sex is incest. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're a Christian, hey, guess it's what? I know a few of you that actually listen to the podcast. We're still not sorry. No wonder so. everyone's retarded. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Like, as the only Christian in here, I agree with y'all. There you go. I mean, the science makes sense. If Adam and Eve were the only two people, humans, born... Everybody else is a relative of them. That means anybody you fuck is your relative. (laughs) I mean, that's that's just science. When some people are like, "Oh, it's a big cesspool," it's like, no, it's it's literally the same fucking like genome pool. But also, Eve was supposedly made from part of Adam, so that's already incest. Oh yeah, that's science. Yeah, but that's sexism. So we went ahead and canceled culture that. And we said that uh, God is actually a woman. Yeah, scientific. And, and man was made. God's a Lance Morissette, which yeah. means she's Dave Grohl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just, I just had this conversation the other day. Yeah. I still can't get a boner after that porno we watched. Uh, oh, I forgot. It wasn't porno. Bad. Which? How was that? The, so, so I so we're all into it. You're gonna fucking watch it. I know. Good job asking it's because you're already it is on fucking recording saying you can't wait to watch it. I know. Fucking three know. weeks later. Oh, I hadn't watched it, I, dude. Yeah, right. So. Lies. No you matter what excuse I use, y'all don't want to hear it. <laughs> I know. You woke up. Oh, you jerking off to it for three weeks. You just don't want to admit it. It's the Dr. Scrotus. I, That's the one that gets you goose. Dr. Scrotus. Dr. Scrotus. I was going like, to put it in my uh, laptop. My laptop didn't work, so I was like, all right, I'll have my roommate. I'll borrow her uh, DVD player. <laughs> but she's... So what you call it? Let me borrow your DVD player. Yeah, let me pop this I want to watch the worst porno ever. It's not even a porno. I literally had to take my laptop and, like... Slam, slam it down yeah. on the head of my dick just to feel something after Do watching something. that. Well, see, I just took a right. dick pill, so yeah. I'll check it out tonight. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just saying, three weeks later, Science. I don't Science. believe you. <laughs> Weren't we talking about three Viagra, two Lunesta? What was that called? <laughs> was that called the nursing home? <laughs> I think that's what we called it. Oh, my God. Like, so you we go home before you pass out? Yeah. I think I called it the nursing sounds home. sounds about right. Sorry. I'm not sorry. Fuck you. Sounds scientific. <laughs> okay, I'm more likely to try that than watch yeah, this. It's DVD. an exercise in futility. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mind over cock. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the matter is your cock. 
minutes. It might have uh, now, J-Lo kept texting me, hey, did you watch that video yet? Did you watch the video yet? Wow, she's in knowing well, whether or not she you watched the shitty enough. porno. Well, because I mean, she's she like... She watched it with us. Well, she, she saw. Got, she was like... Well, she walked out. <laughs> she was like, Riggs, she man, did. you, uh... Like, you were talking about it so much and you haven't watched it yet. Yeah, see? And I was like, dude, I've like, been working and blah, blah, blah. If you're going to talk a big game and, I know. and come back up here, you got to follow up. Because I, I talk a lot of shit, I thought about this. I do about... I actually thought about this last night. It's true. Yeah, Here's his, like, recall. <laughs> when you do remember it, it makes for a good story. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, With him, it's I didn't like, understand the assignment. I'm going to build it up. I'm going to go ahead and say all this shit and never follow through. Yeah, he's, like, making balloon animals, and I'm fucking actual animals. Are you fucking balloon animals, though? Because that'd be cool. The sound alone is like... I'll use the carcass of a balloon animal as a condom while I fuck an actual farm animal. Well, I was going to say, like, oh, a, cool. a, a balloon animal, or we're talking about, like, a cock animal. I mean, you're, you're, he's saying both. your cock up into a fucking, he's, like, he's saying dog. Both. He's going to use a yeah. popped balloon animal as a condom into a real uh, farm animal. That's even better. He took it and then, like, tipped it out of the fucking park. Yeah, it's gone. That wasn't even that I'm wasn't even the kid. same sport, baby. That's how fucked up it was. I went from baseball to basketball. Like that's what, I went from basketball yeah, to fuck, baseball. Fuck baseball. I hit a home run in the Super Bowl and scored a touchdown in the fucking Stanley Cup. And then the goalie came out on the ice and said, "Fucking, it's good." <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> my that's my boy Eddie the Eagle Belfort. Eddie the oh, Eagle. dude, I fucking love. Guy's Belfort. a fucking monster. He's so like, awesome. If you want, like, I, I was watching some shit on YouTube of like goalies injuring other players. And shit like that. Yeah. Of it, three of them were fucking Eddie in a six-minute fucking yeah. clip. Did you see the one where he played for Montreal, where it was a goalie fight? Like both goalies came uh, all the no. way center ice. No, I saw Dude, two. Eddie when he just was, goes rowdy. Like two when he was up with Chicago. Fight. He's sitting there and like some guys like yeah, kind of a little bit in the crease, and he just takes his fucking stick and one of them he fucking whacked him in the shin. The other one, he fucking hit him in the head. Yeah, that was, I, I don't remember what the third one was, but two of them, it's him using his stick to fucking beat another player. Dude, like I mentioned on a fucking uh, previous show, I got to watch him kick a cop in the face while handcuffed while they were putting him in a squad car on Lower Greenville. <laughs> that was the epic. Eagle don't give a fuck. And I was no. drunk as fuck. I bought him drinks that night. It was fucking great. Uh, now, this was probably... Andy Moog is my favorite goalie of all time. Agreed. This was probably a, 10 years ago. My buddy worked at a regional airport, and Belfour had a plane there. And the company that my buddy worked for, uh, they were glorified fucking uh, gas station attendants. Like, they would fucking fill up the plane and whatever else. And <laughs> talking to him, he's like, yeah, uh, Belfour's got a plane here. And I was like, yeah. Uh, you ever seen him sober? He goes back and forth to Columbia? Yeah, I was like, yeah, you ever seen him sober? And he's like, Nope. <laughs> and this is him filling up his fucking plane so he can take off. I mean, well, many I players like on the championship team. They said that Gatorade bottle on the top of his oh. net is filled with vodka. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. See, I've heard the same thing. Could you imagine? Like, he was one of the best goaltenders in that era, and he was wasted. The one time the Stars have won the fucking Stanley Cup, yeah, he was fucking drunk. Yeah, uh, I got to see him. We went. To a Stars game, I don't know. It was recently, and they had the what they I forget what they fucking called it, but we put like the alumni game. So they had alumni from the Stars and alumni from Chicago, which Belfort 
he played for both, but he was on the Stars. And the weirdest fucking thing was he wasn't the goalie. Like he played, I don't remember forward or defense or whatever the fuck. I think he was but, a but he back was there defenseman, but on this alumni game, like he wasn't. Yeah, the I think I've goalie. seen that clip. Yeah, he's like a defenseman, just kind of. Yeah, it was here probably three, four weeks ago, but it, it blew me away, and I was like, I wonder how drunk he is. <laughs> Apparently, at least last I looked him up, which was just a couple weeks ago, because I was curious. Yeah, yeah. Um, big old school 90s stars fan you and me both so, yeah I was looking him up and he's been sober and I'm saying that for anybody that listens in finger quotes <laughs> he's supposedly been sober for a long time and that's cool if that's you know True. what is best for his life absolutely support it absolutely but you know if the dude can win a Stanley Cup absolutely fucking wasted and I go through playing against Dominic Hoshik one of yeah. the greatest goalies of all time, playing against Cujo, one of the greatest goalies of all time. Well, fuck, hey. between him and Brett Hull, who scored our winning Stanley Cup goal, they're, in my, as a Stars fan, like, the two biggest drinkers that I know of. Like, fuck, the last time I saw Hull was, like, a year or two ago at the All-Star game when it was it's in St. Louis. Such a nice dude, though. Dude, He's, he's like the fucking, nicest guy ever. Uh, yeah, but he was drunk as shit at the fucking All Star game, and this was like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, like we have something. Your dad's in, in the NHL Hall of Fame. Now you're in the NHL Hall of Fame. You're retired. Yeah, get fucking drunk. Absolutely. But he's always nice. Madonna, dick. I've always loved Madonna that, as a player. Kind of, he's I, a I love asshole. him as a player, but I've kind of heard the same. Like uh, when it's something charity or children or whatever, he's you know. But if you're just an average fan, like. Mm, I don't want to say he's like go fuck yourself, but no, he he's, is. Uh, I, I've short experienced and brash. it. Like he's just, he was like, oh, I'm the pretty boy, and then especially when he left Dallas for his final seasons in Detroit, it's like, yeah, I know you're from Michigan, but you started with the Minnesota North Stars, you made the Dallas Stars a yep. franchise. He, the Dallas Stars offered to extend his contract to finish out. And he left. It's yep. like, nah, dude. You're already a dick when you were in Dallas, and now you're leaving Dallas. Like, it's like every hockey fan from Dallas, Texas, yeah, looked up to you. Absolutely. Like, you're the reason people wanted to know about hockey in Dallas, Texas, for sure, or in Texas in general, other than like the Houston Arrows, the Dallas Freeze, Fort Worth Fire. His number is my. Lucky number. Yeah. Like, yeah. So like, yeah, nine, like he's still the the all time leading scorer for American born players. Yeah. He's a great player, but he's he was always an asshole. It's like that's uh, what I've heard. I'm a good looking dude. I'm the hot shit. I don't care if you're a fan. Like he was just like that. It's like Brett Holt. Be like, hey, it's really nice to meet you. I'm appreciative of you being a fan. It's like. You know, we hated him when yeah. he was on St. Louis. Yeah. You know, before he came to Dallas. Like, I see St. Louis as a, it's not a real rivalry for the Stars, but I see it as. But it was like back in 96, yeah. you know, like that was a pretty big rivalry. Yeah, we'll absolutely. Be, we'll be right back after these brief messages. So a guitar player should not be worried about their tone through amplifiers, through pedals, uh, because you can't mask being a bad 
guitar player. Yeah, because you, you just you can't do it. And a lot of people, I think, try to, and, and, and it's like, dude, you're never going to be good if if you're using all these effects and stuff to cover up your bad playing. You should just be bad all the time until you become good and then when you uh, use the pedals and like you plug in and right. this and the other they accentuate it yeah they accent your knowledge of the fretboard yeah. of your songwriting ability and I think one of the things that Sputz was really excited about before we keep the bikes back on was the simple comment that if you can't sit on the foot of your bed and play the song or play the riff that you're trying to play. Doesn't matter what amplifier you plug into, you know, how many pedals you use, it's not gonna cover up the fact that you don't know how to play exactly. the guitar properly. And properly is probably the wrong word because as we've talked about, yeah, I have a very like improper what's, what's style. With or, with articulation. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, just know how to hit like Spuds knows I'm a plug-and-play player. I've never really been big into pedals, and again, that's partially because I never had the money for them. Same here. But I have also, two pedals. I focused for a long, long time teaching myself now how to use the fretboard the way that I do, how to climb in the weird way that I do with my broken arm, my broken hands. Um, you know, I'm able to do it. And I'm able to articulate and express what I'm trying to do. And because I taught myself, and the craft is very important to me. Can I add on to that, real? Uh, I was really lucky that I had such a kick-ass dad. Shout out to Pops. Pops! Um, brilliant man. Uh, but I was like, I want to get a new guitar, I want to get a new guitar. And my dad's like, why do you want a new guitar? You you have this guitar. I go, because I want to like sound better. And my dad goes, you should be able to pick up the shittiest guitar and make it sound like the best, uh, getting a new one. And so he made me, like, he's like, I'm not gonna help you get a new guitar. And so I, he helped me set up a, a, a VHS, like a, a camera, and record myself playing songs on my uh, Fender Squire Strat 2. Yeah. And, um, oh, and I did that forever. And then my dad was like, I'm proud of you for doing that. And then that's when he helped me get this. Hell yeah. So, yeah. One of my things, too. Uh, so, just getting a night. Uh, well, I guess what I'm trying to say, Earl, sorry to cut you off, is that uh, the instrument and the pedals and stuff don't mean crap. No. Nope, if don't. you don't know how to play. 100%. You know what? I, like, a fucking. Like, I, I pride myself more on, you know, my stretch, like right here. A fart's still going to smell like a fart even if you spray Well, if you stuff. look over on your guitar, I'm doing an 8-fret stretch. Yep. Yeah, I should call you Stevie Ray. Yeah, but his elbow's tucked into his ball sack, see? Which makes that, like, that's that even more on and, and that's on the top, the low string. Yeah, right. I'm saying So if I'm going to go on what would be the high E, I could probably do an 11-fret stretch. Dude, I, I know why they're called, like, high E and low E, yeah. but did that ever bug y'all? As well, because like, shouldn't the low E be the high one? Because it's high up on like the. No, no, it's, it's no, low, no. I know why. Pitch. I know, I know that. I know that. But that always bugged me uh, as a kid. I was like, but it's but it's higher up on the guitar. Like you know, I mean, it's, it's closer, closer to me. It's closer. So shouldn't to that be the high and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Just one of my little random rigs rants. 
there are certain ways that people would write, you know, guitar music that would call like the high E the first string. But even that always tablature. It's like no. yeah, the low E's at the bottom. Yeah, it's the sixth string. Yeah, so that always bugged me. It's like no, like it's yeah. The top it should look like I'm playing in the mirror. Right, right, but it doesn't. It looks like if you're looking over the the fret markers to the fretboard with your fingers. And then you see one is the furthest away from you or the top. Yeah. yeah. Did y'all ever have that program uh, where you could like plug in, like put in a CD and it would tab it out for you? I heard about it, but I never yeah, had it. Yeah, neither did it. I. Because I always wanted I, it. I'd I, never I really played your software, but not that. Yeah. And like, I, I've never really w- played anybody else's music like after about like age 13. See, that's I how I taught dying. myself was learning, but then. Uh, it's the most annoying thing. Uh, just for y'all out there, don't ask a guitarist if they know how to play this, that, and the other. Are they capable of doing it? Guarantee it. Do they know the song? No. So don't ask because that's well, annoying. Oh yeah. I, unless I get people asking unless me to you're play. taking requests at a karaoke, right? Yeah. 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 There, there are some guitar players that have a huge catalog, like T Bone. Like T Bone. He knows a T-Bone million songs, and he has his own. Fingerprint on it. He has yeah. his own style while being. Or like accurate. Fleshbone. Like he knows a million things, and they're both amazing artists, original artists. For me personally, I just never had the patience, uh, the discipline. So, I mean, there's some things I know. You know, I can maybe play like a couple licks from a certain song. But I do remember being younger, uh, there's this really great local band called Radish. I remember so Radish. Bing Queller. Yeah. Uh, so I tabbed out. So I learned to play the entire Radish album by ear, and I tabbed it out. Like, hand-wrote it. And learned the entire album, again, by ear. Wrote it all out in tabs. So I had everything to play this amazing, amazing fucking album. But, yeah, I wasn't searching out the tabs. And this was not a very well-known band, right. except in Dallas at the time. Like they were like maybe there second tabs to like offered because they didn't have a record contract by a national yeah. company. Yeah, well, kind and of thing. they were teenagers at the time. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Is that they weren't backed by a company that's going to pay a company to tab out some other company's recordings. Right, and, and this the band will never see, but people make millions and millions on the sale of their magazine. Right. They weren't there. Not everybody even had the internet back then. I remember... The fuck is the internet? I I had some friends that were twin brothers and they were like the only ones in the neighborhood with AOL. Right. With the internet. Dial up. And they had a printer too so they would let me come over. It was ribbon, wasn't it? You had the fucking cog wheels that you had to put the folded paper on and then it was like... Oh yeah. But... They would let me come over, and their parents were cool with it for me to go on their AOL and look up some tabs and print them out. They were always totally cool, even if I wasn't going to hang out for the afternoon, to just go on their AOL yeah. and Google up some tabs, Plum print it out, far. and then walk back to my house. Yeah, you know what I used to do uh, in sixth grade? We'd have like computer class or whatever, and we'd be on the internet and like. They were really strict on what you could like look up. Everything you was had blocked. Internet I, in sixth grade. I, I yeah. found out that uh, I had Oregon it, Trail on floppy disk. Nice. Well, I was in like, oh, I don't know. Uh, 
sixth, seventh, eighth grade, at whatever. some point in but, my childhood. Um, <laughs> but I found out that it was like ABC tabs, like didn't have a block. So I would look up all the songs I wanted to learn, the tab on it, and then I'd print it off at school. So Planet ISD was paying for all my printed paper and all my tabs. And to this day, I still have them. Like, they're all together. About mm-hmm. this, about like, well, I mean, that's like 12 inches, right? No. Nah, <laughs> uh, that's what you tell the girls. Yeah, no, what but it's a thick book of all the old ones I had. One of my favorite websites, and probably the last one that I actually went into. One second about the websites. To, to, um, to link with what you're talking about with printouts that you still have, that's how I made my first self-taught, quote-unquote, by 12 to 15 different sources from the Dallas Public Library back when it was downtown. Um, I spent an entire day and went through all the sections, and I took amp schematics... Uh, how, how to's, electrician guides, uh, luthier books, setups, tones, effects, things like that. I went through each of them and found like segments of stuff that I was interested in to learn more about at the time. I ended up paying something like $30 back then for five cent copies and made an entire fucking like grimoire style that is still sitting in the studio on the bookshelf right next to the the Bible that I used during uh, DSL. And, and also, like, when people, I always kind of feel bad in a way. Maybe this is an excuse to myself trying to uh, be like, oh, you're just as good, even though like you're not uh, professionally taught or whatever, never took lessons. But I always kind of feel bad for people that are so focused on like the the lessons that they don't have any soul. There's no flavor to it. Exactly. It's very just like you're, it's you're in the box. You're, you're you see it. that yeah. with piano like, players a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I and see I, it with I admire the, the the fortitude and yeah. the determination and the, yeah, the dedication. And the skill. Yeah. Yeah. And like the the fucking the uh, absolute like self discipline. Yeah. I appreciate that shit. But at the same time, although I enjoy being disciplined I enjoy being disciplined in something that brings me joy. Yes, and, and sparks my curiosity. Because if you take too many lessons, then it takes out the whole point of the instrument, which is to to yeah. release your. your it's an feelings. outlet. Yeah, yeah, and Earl you know. nailed it. It's it's the it's the creativity. It's the fucking essence of the thing that allows you to transport emotionally, mentally, audibly, but still physically, you're exactly in the same spot and like. I got to be that guy that's like, okay, if I can do this like that, what about if I can do this with that? And it started with just a couple of pedals, and then the it started expanding to different effects, different styles of signal path, different things here and there. And so, years ago, long before the Bunker Brigade, Spuds and I had this conversation one-on-one because we've had more conversations and can be recounted in this room uh, about how we appreciate the way one another play. Ain't that the and truth? I told so it's like, you're a true rhythm guitar player, mm-hmm. and that is so fucking rare because Spuds doesn't. Want I was to play not so much. offended. I was yeah. honored. Yeah, I was honored. And I was just you're like, wh- you're like yeah. one of the best rhythm guitar players, if not the best. I've ever seen. I mean, I appreciate it. You don't want to play solos because most rhythm guitar players they want 
I don't to need be, a spotlight. They want to get I don't the, need all that the shit. Lead. I need a microphone and a place on stage for whatever gear is going to sit on stage. I don't even have to be but, on stage. And your your rhythm is sometimes better than a lot of lead and yeah. finger quotes. Players. Not to be a narcissist, but I've actually told myself that multiple times when I'm pissed off and listening to something. Like, your fucking lead blows. It sucks worse than my shittiest fucking rhythm tone. But it's right. true. Like, and, again, this is a conversation we had just... I still appreciate it. It's a Before this podcast yeah. ever existed, it's like... It's a huge you're one of the... You were probably the best rhythm guitar player I've ever met. And, and you're a true rhythm guitar player. And he's like, yeah. I don't want to play solos. Yeah. He said that. To what, me. What I, I have no interest in doing that. That I, I was like, I consider myself a rhythm guitarist. Yes. I have fun. I'm okay with like God. Like this ties in what you were saying, and you have I mentioned it all day. before. Yeah. This ties into what Early and I were talking about when we were in here alone off mic, and the fact that I'm going to be focusing with Rusty on focusing on his right hand because you already naturally gravitate to that whereas he will be focusing on your fretboard which is what he has the natural ability to see it and do it you know what's kind of ironic seen when you went out i heard it you heard me tell him focus on your right hand because if yeah if your right hand yeah. does it right it'll tell your left hand no, where to I, go. so i didn't hear when you said that first thing i i came back in momentarily and hit record and went live and I heard you mention that and then you went back to playing I went back out to tell them we were back to live so they could come back in whenever they wanted but know that we were tracking at the time uh, and it made a huge difference but I totally agree because see that's something that I don't even I don't even like come up in my brain with well but if I had told them that or if I was focusing about that I would have said no a hundred percent he knows exactly what's up yeah would he have told you that fucking you know seven eight years ago i don't know well no because we didn't know each other but well i'm saying if you did know each other <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah. as the natural progression of things happens when you find someone that you gravitate to in more ways than just oh you know how to play i know how to play let's do something right but when you actually can like talk and be like okay but remember that specific fucking time when you were doing that thing and you got upset because you couldn't, you were too much in your head? Remember what you did right after that? Do that again right here, right now, in a different time. Yeah. And it's like recall. It's what Spuds has done to me countless times. And it nails the shit that you hear. Because like a lot of my leads. on the waves. Like I, I kind of have a problem. I have a basic idea. And Spuds will tell me when I get too much in my head he'll be yeah. like quit it yeah don't be a fucking dickhead get out of your head yeah hey, stop being hey, a guitarist and be your wife here, here's thing. a fucking drink shut hey. the fuck up stand back up put yep. your strap on strap on that at but least yeah, two he gets of the tracks the you heard really tonight, great performances out of me at last two, at least two of the tracks you heard tonight one of them is something that he was working on that was brand new and told me about it and then we told the other two about it and we're like let's focus on this that became the jam session for a track that we continued going on with but it's the initial ability to syncopate and we can just the two people that are involved in it can hear the rest of what it could be yeah 
it puts you in that beginning where it's a blank canvas that you're creating and if you step back you can already see where it could go and it makes sense like as a uh, as a uh, uh, audio engineer yeah like what's the bad thing to do is stay in the studio like mix it for too long you gotta go smoke a cigarette get out right so you can come back with fresh ears well like me playing i'm thinking that it sounds good but because i hear right. way too much not realizing i'm limiting myself and then i get earl outside influence dude i like where you're going yeah let me help you yeah. and and i have to say guys i really respect that because there's so many prima donnas in in music or in just in life yeah. in art because that's what we're doing we're making art absolutely um that people are so scared to help each other out because they don't want to get overshadowed y'all were like dude you're so close <clears throat> let me fucking like help you well that's like that's you're pushing open the door mind. let right. me push it all the way open for you and here's the craziest thing with the producer mind like earl just said that is a producer mind the three of us have background in that study that focus that field that is going to be hands down i'm calling it it's just a fucking call that is going to be the quintessential glue that all of us naturally gravitate with being able to say okay i need to know more about how you give me information but i already know stuff about the information you're telling me yes so i gotta figure so out how to communicate with bit. you individually exactly and then if i'm talking to him about this then he needs to be able to acclimate knowing that there's another person that needs to understand it at the same time and go down that certain path it, to me, that's the best formula that you can have when you start working with new people, and it naturally, organically grows. Yeah, and or that's it doesn't, and then you just stop working with that person. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I, I meant to say I choose to go with the first. Yeah, it naturally grows. Well, and y'all both have the here and the the, the uh, what would you say wherewithal to. Uh, well, that's why we're like basically pick up, married. Yeah. Pick up on. Uh, <laughs> My work, like who, like who I am, my style, and how you could explain it, so I understand, I'm and I good. really respect that. I'm good. Uh, that's an e thank you, and yeah. that is actually an excellent point because I saw it earlier tonight. Uh, probably off mic doesn't matter, but exactly when I've already connected and relate to how you approach things, and that's when I'm sitting there going, "Okay, wait," but early. I know how you work, so. If you yeah, go subchapter down with the numbers, yeah, just go to page one, subchapter A, yeah. and then we'll get to page four yeah. in a little bit, and that's it. And I mean, look exactly what happened. He did it. He kicked it into low gear, yeah. coasted at eighty, and within one turnaround or two flubs, yeah. you had exactly what he was talking about, and you did not naturally go back to how you wrote it. Yeah, I did. I didn't even realize. I know yeah. that's that's and my. That's point. what he said. He goes, "You didn't realize what you did. Yeah. You didn't realize how you fix it, but you did." Yeah, you locked in. So it, you said, but, "I'm." I got it this. only got to that point because he told me to stop talking theory yeah, and yep. just point yep. out specifically. Yeah, with right. my hand, like yeah, this is the I'm place so, you're I'm using so on the fretboard, and this is where Just don't use that, and then immediately you this just is stop where using it. Rusty and my or Rusty and my ability to communicate, and Earl's and Rusty's ability to communicate is exactly where I work with him. Like he works with you, I work on the right hand, he works on the left hand, and then we all get together, and and I can sit there and go, okay. 
I love you, pause, or tell him, you and me, now, excellent right here, I couldn't tell you how to do that shit. With this hand, do an upstroke on the three, come back down harder on the four, give us uh, you know a backbeat on the one don't touch anything and then on the end do the upstroke land on the three and you know shit like that not necessarily all of that at once but shit like that is how you and i will be able to communicate i'll be exactly. able to say i got this i know that i know the shit that you're talking about third fret a string upstroke on the end come land back down on the low string open and go right back to what you're playing. Yeah. And it just loops it and it's done. It sounds good. We hit record. We've got it sampled. We can do whatever we need to oh, pass so that. And you and I, yeah. I think we both speak four different languages. Yeah. And only one and a half of them we speak the same language together. Yeah, yeah. Sense. Yeah, that's fair. What? Yeah. We speak English. You're better at it. So that's my half. But then the, the whole. Yeah, the engineering, the nerding out. Yeah. And sometimes we'll be having the conversation and saying the same thing, but I will literally be opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I'll be yeah. saying it one way, he'll be saying it the other. That's that. And that was we're, a fun we're going experience to the same like point. Yeah, we're climbing the same to the same summit. We're yeah. on opposite we're, ends of yeah, the fucking mountain. Yeah, we're just using yeah, as long as language differently. It's, yeah. right. it's just and, the and last again, this is thing that happens. Even for nerding out with engineering or with pedal design or guitar tones yeah. we're going towards the same yep. apex yep. you know the same summit but sometimes just because of the way you know my adeptude for language and to just be a general asshole and narcissistic <coughs> prick to try to articulate as much as possible throwing rock and roll history in it to that I quote Henry Rollins, I've gone to great lengths to expand my threshold of pain. Not necessarily in the physical hurt sense. With me, I I utilize that quote with us in musicianship to better myself alone, but also be able to better and strengthen and primarily work everything well with you. I've I've deliberately made sure that I reassess, reevaluate how I may have said something, or I'll try to say it in my head first and see if there's any possible way that that could be mistaken. If I need to put a different emphasis on the syllable or <laughs> whatever the case may be, I may not be using the right word. I may think that that word's meaning something else, and in turn, I insult you without even trying. Like, no, it's a compliment. No, it's not. But we always find it at the end of the day. Well, yeah, and we I'm, always find I'm all where about we're trying to go questions it's organically. I, I I love asking questions. My dad said the worst question you can ask is that that you don't, and I love it. So There's my question to you is: yeah. you said Henry Rollins, I'm thinking you know Black Flag, and then yeah. you said Tool Undertow. Yeah, I'm like, what do you mean? That would have he head. has a, he has a spoken he has a spoken word segment uh, in a breakdown. Of one of Tool's songs from the album Undertale, which is one of my favorite Tool albums. Then the one where he's sitting there, where it's like, boom, 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 got it, naked and fearless. That's and Henry Rollins. Naked. Wait, that's Henry Rollins. That's Henry Rollins. What? Yeah. 
it's kind of hard to mistake <laughs> his voice. Dude, I, I don't really know ever. Well, this is that. before he did a bunch of spoken word shit, so anyone that only knows him from singing, I can see that. Like, that's his album, one of my favorite Tool album, uh, besides Opiate. And uh, Have you seen Opiate 2? Have you heard crazy. it? I, I just saw something on... Uh, Social media. Tool fucking, essentially, they hadn't played it live in a disclosed amount of time that I don't know, but they haven't played it in forever. They reimagined it, like revisited it and changed shit up while keeping everything similar. Like all the lyrics are still the same, things like that, but the way that the things are performed, like Justin Chancellor, the bass player of Tool for 90% of Tool, was not in Tool when that song was fucking recorded. Uh, or a lot written. of them were studio musicians, hired guns. No, no, no. When OPA came out, it was still Danny Carey, Adam Jones, Maynard James Keenan, but it was uh, Paul Damore playing bass, not Justin Chancellor. Justin Chancellor came on, not Undertow, but Inema. Okay. See, because Undertow is still Paul Damore. When you hear Sober, that plot up, plot up. That's a totally different dude. That's not Justin Chancellor. But Justin so, Chancellor's been with them since the 90s. I have never been a <laughs> like, big Tool fan. I know. Like, I found I, a I way res- that you would. I respect the hell of them. I think they're amazing musicians, for sure. I found a way that you would that I'm going to play for you. But I you wanted to ahead. preference the story of Matt Still. Because, yeah, go ahead. Again, I think they're incredible musicians. Absolutely. Uh, it's never been something that I've been super into. Cut your Bluetooth but, on your phone, please. But... Uh, so my old roommate, he was a huge, huge Tool fan, and also... Oh, that's why you hate me. <laughs> no, but he was also uh, very complimental to my skills. You know, he called me a, a face melter uh, and stuff, but... It he came, wasn't wrong on that compliment. No, not there at There came all. a point where, you know, we had some people over and kind of people... Just talking a little bit of shit, and they were listening to Tool. I was like, I could play any one of these songs, and yeah. I've never played them before. And they're like, No way. Again, I've maybe heard bad. the song one and a half times in my life. That's uh, well, it, and it shows. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I've got something that I saw, and I, I had to play it because I was like, No fucking way. And then I heard it, and I was like, I have to play this for Earl. He needs to know. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta get a little necrophilia. This is the way I found that I could get Earl to really appreciate Tool. It's just a call. But I'm willing to bet. But wait for it. Ready for it? I fucking love this. I'm wearing a Taylor Swift
fit into the timing. I love this. When I show John Boy my attorney this shit, he's gonna shoot a break. Huge tool fan, huge Swifty. You never thought you would hear Tool mashed up with Taylor Swift. And yet, I got so very happy that I did. It's fucking good. While wearing my Taylor Swift shirt. I love this so much. Next weekend, I'm going to be in the car for hours with John Boy. We're definitely going to be watching these videos. I think they do another one that I think you would like as well, but this is almost finished. So I need to pick up my banjo again because it's been a while, but I learned a bunch of Swifty songs on banjo. Just like I did when I was a teenager. Isn't that weird? It's funny. It's the best thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Made me the happiest girl in the whole world, buddy. Ever. So, ever. I've given a few shout outs to my buddy Drew. He hates Tool more than anyone I know, and I didn't think I could ever make him hate it more. Know how to hit pitches with more turning out your voice, or even using very low growls, like you can be like, you don't have to use a whole lot of volume. That leads to get the right tone. Excellent point as far as from a studio producer, engineer, whatever uh, aspect. I had him, I had Earl set up with a large diaphragm condenser microphone. Essentially, the ones that usually look like tubes, you stand back further, they're very sensitive, very open. I had one set up for him to do vocals on whatever track it was. What did you use, your remember? Uh, it was like an, it, it was one of the like lower end, like the M Audio. Um, but it was like a U67, like the gold, the, the ones that are designed, they're a little bit better, but they're still low end. It wasn't like a Neumann 87 or whatever, but the point being, we started tracking and I was like, well, okay, what's, you know, like, what's going on? Because I'm not hearing it the way that you normally sing it. Why are you singing it differently now? Are you inspired some other way? And he had, he had simp- Earl had simply told me, he was like, I would feel more comfortable with my microphone in my hand. And he's used to an SM58 with the ball grill, or a 57 will do, but we had a 58. We plugged it in. Yep. And he Strap got comfortable, and we tracked him doing all the main vocals with the high sound pressure level fucking SM58. Same one I rehearsed with. Then we went back when he could hear himself, and we tracked overdubs, like for <coughs> his, uh, for uh, the, not necessarily harmonies, but like for the fillers, the doublers, and for harmonies just so that it kind of painted the picture but ideally the best takes of his vocals were 
a fucking hundred dollar mic in his hand. Dude, that's brilliant of you. Well, it was mine. It was yeah, his, but Smith it was, got it immediately when yeah. we had that conversation. It was like when he said I that would, would make him comfortable <laughs> yeah. doing it with the same shit that I do when we're rehearsing. Right. And so it's like totally get that. Yeah. And then I need to put you in your element. The studio mic for my SM58. Totally makes sense because if I'm sitting there and I got a mic and I'm like no. If I'm holding it, then I'm like, like it's a totally different well, and feel. Back, back then too. So like in front of the couch, there were two monitors facing the couch. And that was my so area. Wedges facing up. And I would always have like you know like my leg up on the monitors, and you know I'm moving around. I'm you know making a lot of posturing, having fun. So like right there where the mini fridge is, that's where the Marshall stack was. You know, Spuddy's always been over there. The drums are here where I'm sitting. So like, yeah, I was I was very active and intense with our songs in rehearsal. And then when it's just literally Spuds and I, and then this, you know, s- studio microphone on a stand, and then you know the pot guard surround on it, and I'm trying to do it. It's just oh, hey, this is like, Yeah, I was like lackadaisical in my, you know, in my delivery, and. He saw it, and I immediately recommended, like, hey, let's try it with this microphone. If it sounds like shit, then we'll keep doing it the other way, and it, it worked. I love I love everything y'all said, because uh, that's the beauty of of music and recording. It's, it's going back to it being an art. But also, I want to go back to what you said, old early bird, is... Um, it ain't easy. People think it's easy to scream. And there's, uh, I forget his name. He's a guitarist. Uh, Jared Dines. Oh, yeah, yeah. He goes around to these metal concerts. He goes, give me your best metal scream. And people are like, ah! And then he's like, it ain't easy, is it? But if they do it well, he's like, how long have you been doing it? Like, oh, I've been doing this for like eight years, nine years. Well, also, you can give one scream, but to do it throughout a song, to be able to keep the pitches yeah, and the inflection... And then to play a whole set, yeah. like you got to you got to build up your uh, stamina. Yeah, that's why yeah, you I, can't I, just have one. No, you can't just be <clears throat> screaming. Yeah. I just, but just see me like I keep with the melody of the song. Right. Even when I'm screaming on top of my lungs, and I've been at points literally before I met Spuds, I was in a band called Beyond Reach where I literally started like spitting up blood because I was Lord. blowing out my yeah. fucking vocal cords so hard. Like, and I was just a backup singer, but it was you know kind of a modern hardcore band. What were you gonna say, Rigga Tony? Oh. <laughs> uh, I love that. No, <laughs> I love that. Uh, ginger and uh, Lamb of God. So I know you don't like Ginger, but the fact that uh, she can sing and then go into she goes from angel to demon, yeah. back and forth. So easily, I respect it. That's why it's, it's like, a very I'm, difficult. But Lamb of God, uh, Randy. Yeah, his voice is his voice so intense. It's so intense. <clears throat> it's like, dude, if you hear him talk, he talks like a normal dude, man. Like, well, he has a real low voice like this. Yeah, you know, but so his vocal or, or are uh, naturally very loose. Uh, that's not what I was trying to go. For. <laughs> Immediately, that riff that came on, I was like, I gave you a little chubby. Here it is, from the beginning. That's how I like between the bear to be. It's my style. Yeah. 
but it's just such a captivating fucking track it's that fucking I was like beautiful. if I could fucking write one track it made me want to get up and start moving around but I know I can't really do that I want to move it and groove it I want to slam it and jam it I, mean, I got a broken decap broken hand and obviously all of the equipment in here but it made me want to yeah I don't want you doing the skank and pickle up in this bitch <laughs> I, I, I will never financially recover from that I think most people are smarter while listening to me and then dumber after they realize that they actually listen to me. Uh, Fair. Yeah. Okay. I expanded my knowledge while listening to his voice. And then when I was deficient of Earl's voice, he took everything back. (laughs) You are the Jesus Christ of talking. You failed me time and time again. I have, <laughs> I have 168 IQ and I grow a sweet beard. Yeah. A dick like a tuna can and you smell like your first girlfriend from high school. I get it. Yeah, because I haven't showered since then. Yeah, the ween. The ween is the high school girlfriend. It smells like you Italian must have cheese. the worst magma ever. It's probably no, just I'm another layer of skin now. That, that doesn't mean you can't have smegma. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does mean fucking that. Since high school, uh, damn, what is that, like 20 years? 
I think, I think he's talking about cheese. Cheese. That's dick cheese underneath the foreskin. I don't have foreskin. I think yeah, but dick is just cheese now. Yeah, you're built like you've built it up around the fucking. Helmet That's how you head. got the tuna can. And now it's just it looks like you've got. Uh, it's more from foreskin. sleeping in dumpsters with raccoons. Gross, fucking I, I trash like panda. It started cuddle. as an acorn, trash and now panda. it's a tuna can of cheese. Trash panda cuddle. That's <laughs> uh, gonna be a new fucking blues riff for poor chunky. <laughs> trash panda. The cuddle. trash panda shuffle. No. Trash Panda Cuddle. It can trash be panda a shuffle. Cuddle shuffle. Eh. It can be in the style of a shuffle. How do I how do I put it pretentiously? In B flat. When you're gonna stick something in your ass, you have to have forethought about how to get it out of your ass. I'm just saying that's I a, would that say, seems reasonable. Honestly, you declaw them and you knock their little teeth out with mm-hmm. a little hammer or something. That way when they're suffocating and they're struggling, they're not like perforating your fucking lower intestine. They're like just stimulating your prostate. I feel like, regardless whether you're fucking declawing them or detoothing, they're gonna perforate your fucking asshole. I hope not. I mean, I wouldn't. If anything's know. struggling to fucking live <clears throat> in your asshole, I'm perforating that shit. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, it, you if need the, if you can't bite, you need to have you humane can't claw, you can't cut. anal rodent play. Like, how do you yeah, like, you're right. There's no humane. How, like, <laughs> how do you get the animal in your asshole? Ass Richard gear. You literally put it in your ass. Well, you start with a fucking tube. Yeah, it's it's just like ah. you don't just yeah, it's like this the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing up a fucking KY gerbil you're shoving in your That's ass. That's what I was picturing. <laughs> I was like, no, you get like one of those big like, like you know tube cages and shit. It would be like Put hard to be like ass. a lip dick. Oh man, think of like a beer bong. You know yes, that tube. Yeah. That, that's a bit, but that's in your asshole, and the gerbil is the beer. Yeah. Yeah, put a few pellets it. down in there. No, fuck that. You Chops don't have to. Gravity, man. You don't need to fucking, like, here's the treat. Go get the food. No. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Beautiful. <laughs> but you are now. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Makes Russell. a lot more sense. <laughs> That's how I learned to fry fish like you. <laughs> Shout out to Amigo. I got nothing. When I went to the liquor store, yeah. I was wearing like my old school like <clears throat> 2018 ginger yeah. sweatshirt that I had because it was and your Marvin the Martian cold. helmet. No, um, <laughs> uh, he wore that to ginger. But, but it was it, you know it just says ginger in their font or whatever, and on the back it's their gear and it's a yeah. whatever Donbass Ukraine whatever and. Doesn't matter. Long story short, dude walks by me that works there. He's like, "Oh, is that a ginger hoodie?" I was like, "Yep." Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, it sucks. They're not coming around. They're being pussies, staying over there doing humanitarian work." I was like, "Oh, fuck that! What a fuck dickhead!" Me. I was like, "What?" I was like, "They can't leave. It's martial law." Yeah. The three guys are over there, and <clears throat> anybody eighteen to sixty or sixty-five. And also, are you gonna say the same thing about the Klitschko brothers? <laughs> I was like anybody sixteen or uh, eighteen to sixty-five can't leave. Yeah, she's married and in California. What do you fucking care if they're doing humanitarian work while they're over there? Yeah, like exactly. they, they can't do anything else. They can't fucking leave, and they're in a city. Yeah, that's, how does that make them pussies? That they're yeah, he's like, stuck like, in a country and they're doing what's best for their country. That's out. That was kind of where I was at. It was like he didn't know and he assumed that they're just it, it's. Honestly, if you look at, I'm not 
an Instagram or whatever the fuck else. Right. So they aren't media. posting a whole bunch of shit. They're like, not. I've had to dig to find anything up out about them to make sure that they're okay. Anybody that says that anything UG? that retarded though, just ask him to look up what Vladimir Klitschko is doing right now. Mm. I'm curious. I, <laughs> you're. Hey, what, what so. I don't know how familiar you are with mixed martial arts and with boxing, especially. Uh, Vladimir Klitschko was a world boxing champion, heavyweight. I think he's like 6'5", yeah, like probably 255. Like giant fucking dude, looks like Dolph Lundgren. And was one of the best of all time, and his brother as well. And they're Ukrainian. So both of them moved back to the Ukraine when this happened and <clears throat> armed up. And so like, yep, we're going to fight. For our right yeah, to blow shit up. I didn't have to. Like, these guys, both of them had world boxing titles. Yeah. They had plenty of money, and they're just like, nope, it to fuck a happier it. place, though. Let's not end on a sad war. No, I, I, think it's, I think it's amazing that, you know, these are older guys. You know, they're retired from boxing, but still, they're like, yep, I'll go front lines, and I'll just punch any Russian in the fucking face. People who want to enlist in, I'm going to say, the Ukrainian military, like outside forces, people who have been... They want to volunteer. want to volunteer. Thank you. Right word. Um, They're taking them. Like, you you have to basically... You have to to pass a very basic fucking level of standards. Correct. And then you're in. So many people are volunteering that they're now saying, if you don't have military experience... We're not taking you. That's awesome. That's what blows me away. Is but that that's responsible? You can't just take some middle-aged fucking white lady that thinks she's doing well, humanitarian. I think what you say to that, but what I'm the saying fact that so many people were so many people that are volunteering they that they can now be selected. They have yeah. the opportunity, and, which that, is awesome. Yeah. That part is a great thing. Like, the numbers and the amount of people that away. are standing up, and that's the I, and that's just the point. That's I, all it was. Exactly. I, I've now seen like a following it. But like it, it kind of blows me away that because of a band that I got into in a weird point in my life that happened to be from the region that got, I don't want to say annexed because it wasn't Crimea, it was Donbass, uh, that I know about this fucking area of the yeah. world that has nothing to do with me, that I have no whatever over. Uh... <laughs> It, fuck, where am I going with this? I'm sorry. I don't know. Oh, now you second. give a shit about a place well, on Earth that yeah. you can't word of? It's just this weird whatever that is now the precipice of World War Three. that I personally was like, you know what, maybe I should do something with my life and fucking, you know, go over there and fight or some shit like oh, that. Please that don't. It's not... It's not a thing for you anymore, thankfully. Exactly. Yeah. There, there's so many people that are more qualified than me yeah. that are like that realize the same shit that I do. Please don't stay here so that when we have to fucking do it for our own country, the three yeah. of us can we be the four of us can be on the fucking battle line. That's again. my whole thing yeah. is that we are on the precipice of World War Three. All it would take is some dumb shit, eighteen-year-old Russian that doesn't know shit about whatever fucking. Rocket or whatever the fuck else that he has, shooting at some shit 
that happens to hit Poland or yeah. whatever else. You hit Poland, so, that Elon Musk World War Three happens. Anything that's in the EU, yeah. if there is a no-fly zone in the EU or the United States or whatever else is enforcing that no-fly zone, yeah. World yeah. War Three happens. I mean, First we are nuclear so warhead that fucking gets launched. Close. Everybody else is fucking launching them too. We are so close. Taiwan has multiple times fucking had to shoo off over 13 fighter pilots per trip for flying in their airspace. Did you see that? So, close. communications between <laughs> Russia, China, because they are in <clears throat> close proximity, we're like, China, don't fucking do that. And they're like, now they're like, ah, we're not going to send weapons to Russia, which is taken, what are we in, a month, three weeks, a month? Yeah, yeah. To this shit. <laughs> it's come out that hack documents that uh, it, that's the other thing that blows me away is everybody's against fucking Russia right now yeah like you fucked up yeah there are documents between Russia and China where China was like alright in the fall of 2022 we're gonna take over Taiwan yeah like it, it's it, the beginning I mean, of the, mm-hmm. the domino fall and it's gonna keep going but because China has now saw what happened to Russia with the sanctions and everything else. China's like, nope, we're not going to send weapons. We're not going to do that shit because yeah. our economy, based upon mm, slave labor, yeah, yeah. for lack of a better term. Uh, infrastructure, yeah. I believe, is what they call it. Sure. Yeah. We buy all of your <laughs> Nikes. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm still going to call it slave labor. Yeah. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we're not gonna do that anymore. Yeah. We don't have anything to do with Russia. Like, yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. We're out. Like, we need our money. We need our value. We'd rather be allies with everyone else. That if we can't money. export because their entire economy is based upon export and again slave labor. Yeah, yeah. They got nothing. I mean, it, it, so Elon Musk challenged Putin to a fist fight. Great. He li- he's, his headquarters is in Austin now. Perfect. God damn it. Bring Putin three hours outside of DFW. Fucking Putin perfect. Leave it. Putin's well, in I just think it's fucking hilarious. He's like, bomb shelter. Bring his lackeys Agreed. and his bullshit our direction. But Putin's great. in a fucking bomb shelter. He doesn't even trust his own people. Well, his own, his people. own people said before they give him bad news, they'll fucking kill him. I'm not making that shit up. That's the same thing the SS did. It's just crazy that, to me, that this is even happening. Like, what are you thinking? Well, that's my whole thing. Is like, we, as our generation, yeah. I'm not going to say the Cold War wasn't a thing because we were alive during it, but we were children. We yeah. were we were alive at the end of it while it had already been going on Correct. for a couple uh, decades. By, by the time yeah. you have any concept of what's going on in the world, it was already over. Oh, yeah. Here we are. 30 years later and boom it's basically the Cold War again yeah, but not only is it the Cold War it's, it's exponentially sped up it's I, yeah, like the Cold War yeah. it was this is what it is boom it, yeah. like it landlocked whatever else but it's active it is an active war zone yeah so I brought up the Cold War subject with my stepdad who was in the CIA and it came out was like you know, we were talking about, you know, this new insurgence upon the Ukraine with Russia. So what happened? Like, the Cold War was supposed to be over. He's like, it never stopped. No, and it didn't. he was in the CIA. 
No, I, I agree with him. Uh, as far as Putin, he it's and now he's the president of Russia, and he's been, I don't want to say unopposed, but all their elections have been bullshit ever since he's been elected, just like if you go to Belarus, which is his puppet country. Uh, Belarus is, I don't want to say Russia, but it is Russia. Mm -hmm. If you go back to their last election... Isn't that why they sanctioned that? So they could move troops in? and they've thousand already, percent. Yeah, they've already invaded If you invaded look at a map Ukraine. of the world, where the Russians are coming in yeah. is to Kiev. Kiev, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I'm not Ukrainian. One, yeah. They're coming from Belarus. Yeah. It is a puppet country. If you go back to their last election, which was a year or two ago, uh, <laughs> they're... they're president or whatever the fuck you want to call it yes. uh, one with 80% of the vote and everybody fucking protested That's like they, they are shit the funniest thing I've ever seen Steven Seagal Under siege. he's over there and uh, Pershenko is the president of Belarus I believe <clears throat> uh, he's over there and Pershenko he's talking about shit and he fucking <laughs> because he Came from a farming background. Yep. He uh, fucking Belarus, takes a carrot. The capital of Hungary, right? No, Belarus is his own country. But he takes a carrot and he skins sure. it and he hands it to fucking uh, what's his nuts and he immediately takes a bite out of it. It is the funniest fucking shit I've ever seen. Like, you got this action hero who's afraid of this balding fuck. Who will not allow his military, or, or I'm sorry, his uh, press to take a picture behind him? But he has the most obvious comb over. Like it is, they are Russia's puppet, and that's exactly why they're coming through. Like Russia is afraid of capitalism, is really what it comes down to. Yeah. Fuck all the rich assholes. The oligarchs. When Bill Burr. Well, it was like, hey, it's easy. If if everyone just quits the military, we're like, we're not gonna fight for you, rich assholes anymore, just because y'all have like, you know, our butt hurt and having an argument, it would solve everything. Which I get what you're saying. I mean, that say, would never happen. But easy to say, but fear of repercussion. I mean, yeah. you're talking about people who, if they protest, they're looking at American dollars. $13,000 fines. Yeah. Can you pay $13,000 right now? No. Just to say, hey, you're wrong. Like, no. no. Here in America, we can say, go fuck yourself or whatever, the, whatever we want, First Amendment. In Russia, if you say, hey, this is wrong or whatever else, not to mention that they don't have any outside influence, they just have Russian media, you're still looking, even though if they know the truth, you're still looking at a $13,000 fine. Yeah. That, that's hard to justify. I don't blame the Russian people, and it sucks that the average Russian is going through the inflation and the loss of everything. It's I, just, I, mean, I mean, they have no money. Like, I'm not. I don't eat McDonald's, but that would suck if McDonald's was gone, right? Right. Like, yeah. it, whatever. Boom. Yeah. McDonald's is gone. All your international flights are gone. Your fucking credit card doesn't work. Whatever the fuck else. Like, your way of life just stopped because the dipshit in power that you didn't necessarily vote for, but, hey, he won by 90% of the vote. 
made this choice to do whatever the fuck and say, hey, this is, you know, like, yeah. That, yeah. That, that fucks up your way of life, even if you had nothing to do with it. The big difference is it's more of an oligarchy than a democracy. A thousand percent. Oh, yeah. Thousand percent. You have and a few key people that have lots and lots yeah. of money that and, are pulling the strings, and that's what creates <clears throat> fascist regimes. Yeah, I mean, it's like what Riggs well, said: it's it, all the rich assholes. It, that's that are, that's what blows me away. Is if you listen to Putin talking, he's like, "Oh, we're going to to Ukraine because of the Nazi, you know, mentality." It's like, wait. Uh, isn't that exactly what the fucking Nazis did? Uh, they they went to the fucking Rhineland. They took over Czechoslovakia. Then they went to Poland. Like when it goes you're back doing before that, exactly you go to the what Brown the fucking Nazis did. But you're claiming that they're the Nazis. Like no, that's not how it fucking works. Right. Not at all. Your fear is that they're becoming that's propaganda. More, thousand percent. They're they're trying to become more Westernized. They're looking at becoming part of the EU. UN, whatever the fuck, which you now can't touch. And that's his Putin's fear. Right. Like, it, it blows me away. Like, it is. The more Western borders that are secured by other Western countries, the more of a stranglehold that yeah. Russia will have on it, even though it has a huge landmass. You know, half it's unusable. Landmass doesn't mean shit. It's the propaganda. If you tell people, just like Hitler did, just like Mussolini did, if you say, hey, these people are doing this, this is the way they live, bottom line. Mm -hmm. So fear them and then now hate them and now exterminate them. And that's what's happening. And what a pussy, what a fucking pussy to uh, do this while the world's going through a fucking uh, pandemic. Everyone's Mm -hmm. already scared. Everything's so Fucking confused. Well, I don't no think one he's knows a what at all. I think he's extremely intelligent. I, I, he's an I, asshole. Well, I mean, I get why he did it because what an easy way to do it. But yeah. like, fuck you, man. Well, like, I mean, fuck you. This is so unnecessary. Dude. My honest opinion like, is that he's trying to take a page out of the American playbook about us going into Iraq, Afghanistan, uh, you know, being the world police, whatever else. Yeah, he wants to be the United the, States of Asia difference is he doesn't have the backing of the EU and the rest of the world saying that we're going after terrorists or whoever else. He's going into a country that was Russia before the fall of the Iron Curtain and he thought that well, if we're doing it under humanitarian aid or genocide or whatever else, but there is documented history that that's not going on. You have a separatist group in Donbass that is more Russian than Ukrainian, but if you go back in history, Russia has taken over Ukraine, which is their own country and has their own language and whatever else, for the last two, three hundred years. And they've been... They're all from Slavic origins. Oh, correct, but they, but they are their own country. Ukrainian yes. language is its own language. They can speak Russian and understand Russian because they've been taken over for the last well, two, two three hundred years. They, Ukrainians can understand point. Russian because they've been taken over by the Russians. Russians cannot understand Ukrainian even though they're both Slavic languages. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like It's, uh, the, it's the same reason like the quote-unquote gypsies now prefer to be called Romani 
like they came from the same language, mm-hmm. but they have their own version of it, so that outsiders cannot understand it. Yeah, uh, that's kind of how it developed. And again, like Syrians, like that Americans part of, pig Latin. that was part of Russia. Syrians, perfect, spoke Russian. A lot mm-hmm. of them still do, and then a lot of them speak either Pashto or Arabic yeah. as well. I mean, if you go back to 2014, Crimea, where the Russians took over Crimea, which is a peninsula. Crimea River? Given oh, to, Justin Timberlake's getting deployed. <laughs> which was actually given to the Ukrainians in, I can't remember it, but under the, the Iron Curtain, which was whatever, called I'm 1960. The Iron Sheik. I don't know exactly when it was, but. Fought Hulk Hogan. They were still part of Russia. It, it was kind of like a. Peace offering type shit, whatever. Das Vidanya, brother. Iron Curtain Falls, <laughs> ninety one. The Russians believe that Crimea is Russian, and it is pertinent because that is their way to international waters. They can't go north; that shit's frozen. Yeah, they, they don't go have south. any water. The problem is Ukraine owns both sides of this fucking outlet. Yeah, they got China to the south. They've got. Korea to the so it would be to the east and North Korea to the northeast yeah I mean Russia's pretty much landlocked they are and so that's why they took over Crimea now you have people that are in Crimea in Donbass that are uh, those they, they fuck it's like here oh, it's Donbass not dumbass <laughs> but okay dumbass you have people that are... <laughs> the ocean? What ocean? What ocean? Uh, so are you Chinese or Japanese? Uh, we the ocean, stupid! The ocean. Which ocean? Uh, Sorry. Gross. No, 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 you're not. They, they, no, you're not. <laughs> you, you don't care. Uh, you just thinking about King of the Hill right now. Uh, yeah, I am too. Uh, <laughs> well, you should, Rusty. They're Ukrainian, but they side with the Russians. No, 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 no. We're taking out Donbass, Crimea. Okay. Took over Crimea in 2014. Then you had your uprising in Ukraine, and I don't know if you remember Kiev. There was actually a fight. It, downtown Kiev, uh, Ukrainians wiped out the Russian separatists. This was 2014, and then Donbass is mainly iron mining and uh, coal mining. But they're also so far close to Russia that, and again, Russia's taken over Ukraine so many times that they. Are, I'm gonna call them Russian separatists. Like they they side more with the Russians than they do with the Ukrainians because they're on the outskirts of Russia, right? They're closer to Russia than they are to the capital of Ukraine. Kiev, 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 Kiev. 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 I'm American. I'm I say Texan. Kiev. I'm gonna say it well, wrong, regardless how I fucking say it. I've been saying Kiev the whole time. I've always so said Kiev is Kiev. Ukrainian spelling. I, it's spelled differently. Like, Kiev is K-I-V. K-I-E-V. Kiev in Ukraine is like K-Y-I-V. So it's Kiev. But this whole thing comes down to the Donbass area. Um, and the whole reason I know about all this shit is Ginger. Yeah. Point being that two of the songs in there 
one of them is about their area, yeah. Donbass, and being, uh, I believe it's caveman, talking about people mining coal and shit like that. Why, okay. how deep is, whatever, doesn't matter. That's where Putin initially went in and said, we're doing humanitarian aid. Mm. We're going in there. Like, they're, they're committing genocide and whatever yeah. else. And they've been on the border there waiting for the Russians since 2014. Yeah. I mean, we're talking eight years they've been sitting there. And the Russians have been taking pot shots at him for eight fucking years. Same album, different track that always stuck with me, resonated, was Homeback. And yeah, now that's well. No, that that one is true to its so core applicable. Now. Yeah, so applicable. Regardless, I I truly believe what's going on in Ukraine is the precipice of World War Three. Yeah, it doesn't take much. Yeah, to set shit off. Yep, a domino effect. You the know, dominoes have already started falling. That's Russia into Ukraine. We we have Putin saying, "Oh, they have." Biological weapons, or they have nuclear weapons, right. or they have, th- w- dude. Ukraine. Yeah, so do you, you piece of shit. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. No, but, but Ukraine literally gave but. up their nuclear weapons with a basically a handshake agreement between the EU and Russia, saying that if shit happens, the EU's got our back. They don't have nuclear weapons. Biological, I can't speak to that, but as far as the EU inspectors that have been there in the previous years, they're like, nope, they don't have shit. To be fair, to, to be, be fair, fair. Yeah. my whole thing is uh, no World War Three, please. Yeah, like I'm tired of living through fucking like uh, bullshit, uh, catastrophic events. Yeah, yeah, like ah, uh, this is historical. Fuck you. I just want to live. Yeah, <laughs> I watch a dude pumping bench press. Bench. That's what it is, bench press. Laying on the bench, he's got the shit where he's pumping forward all the barbells, the dudes above him, like ready to go. And you can see his fucking that that part, it it just like fucking looks like he's doing a massive flex, but it just pops and restricts. Uh, And he's just like, ah, and like slides right off the fucking chair. It is so fucking brutal, dude. I tore my calf muscle with It looks like a football's rolling under his skin. Football. Like literally, it snaps. You know, you have the yeah. natural ball, and it retracts. It, re- it yeah, retracts. It snapped, and it was like uh, one of those old school fucking, you know, blinds. Yeah. You pull it down, it just goes spring loaded. Yeah. It just all balled up because yep. the connective tissue completely separated. Yeah. And I mean, it was one of the most fucking painful things. Yeah. Ever watching this dude just turn into a little child. Oh, I believe it was quick. That sounds. It was pretty awful. Fucking horrible. Yeah, so I posted it on Facey. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking... Check this out. It's fucked up. And I've been the Earl. I've been Spuds. I've been Riggs. And I've been Rusty. Welcome to the Bunker Brigade. <laughs>